Hey, Chad, what's going on, man? I oh, got one question for you. It's not a question at all. It's a statement. It's gonna be May. <laughs> it's, it's May. It's already May. It's yeah. May. All right, welcome to Respawn Aim Fire, the kick-ass river gaming podcast from Raffle Idiots. I'm one of your hosts, Adam. It's episode 257, Gumbert. And today we have with me Arthur Aardvark himself, Chad Michael Lennis. Is that? <laughs> that <laughs> what sound do Aardvarks make? I don't think they make noises. I think they're pretty no. big, but soft creatures. Our, okay. I went to a zoo once. Surprise. Mm -hmm. San Diego Zoo with friend Trevor Bettis and uh, Dusty Hill. And there was an anteater there. And let me tell yeah. you, Adam, this thing, thing, I want you to picture an anteater in your brain right now. Picture an anteater. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I want you to like compare it to an item. Don't tell me what it is, but compare it to an item in your home. Okay. In size. size, in wise? size, yeah. Okay. Now imagine that you're dead wrong and it is 14 times larger than that item. That's an anteater. I don't know if the, I I said it would be about the size of a reclining chair. What? So if an anteater is bigger what? than a lazy boy, you're crazy. It's like a lazy boy. Why did you ever think that? What do you mean? I mean it's it's like it was a good like Two and a half, three feet tall for sure, and like yeah, it's like a big five dog, foot long, right? I, yeah. yeah. How did you learn chair. that? How did How? you learn because they I, were that big, dude? As I was, I was all about animals as a kid. I loved animals. I want to be a marine biologist, but then you had to do math, so I said, it, never mind. Yeah, and there are no anteaters in the ocean, and isn't marine in biology ocean, exactly? <laughs> no, dude, I was so into animals, so Man. I was like, I'm gonna be Steve Irwin, but not get killed. Nice, nice. Let's take a moment of silence for Steve Irwin. Yeah, him and Dale Earnhardt just passed his birthday. <laughs> Steve Irwin and Dale Earnhardt. That's our, our Jesus Christ and God, respectively, here at Respawn Empire. <laughs> Woo. Uh, you can catch it on twitch.tv slash Apple at Sunday evenings at 8.30. YouTube and podcast services on Tuesdays uh, at 9 a.m. in the morning. Same time, you can watch Arthur on PBS and learn about reading. <laughs> Do you and think that's have you still seen... on? Oh, it is. It is still on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's reruns from, you know, 20 mm. years. The last episode, he grows up, and he's like an adult man. What? And everyone's grown up, and it's very weird. Yeah. You can grown just Google, like, Arthur, Arthur last episode. They didn't yeah, do, like, like a whole grown-up Ew. No, it's just, like, one episode where they're all adults. Ew. He's, and I think he's, like, a, he's a writer or something. He's a loser, basically. He's sitting at a booth in a diner <laughs> yeah. with, a mm -hmm. yeah, a, like, a, an open book. Like, a nerd, yeah. a freaking nerd. He's grown... Very, very few chin hairs in a prepubescent style. Yep. Yeah. And he's got uh, a lot of hair. He's got a lot of hair yeah. for someone who had zero hair in his As a know, kid. elementary and middle school years. I think his sister's a police officer and uh, the rich girl's now the mayor. Something crazy. His sister it's is a, a police officer. Fiction. However, she looks identical to herself as a young child. <laughs> She's a little bit bigger. Oh, but there is a picture of her in a little navy blue dress with pearls on, and mm -hmm. I think I've got a boner. Oh, wow. Uh-oh. Now, remember, uh -oh. Arthur, in that infamous meme, Arthur does punch his sister in an episode. That's where we get the Arthur Fist meme from. He does punch the fuck out of DW. But so. she continues to do the show. Hashtag why she stayed. <laughs> wow, insane. Uh, upcoming on today's show, we're talking about, you know, Sony, PS Plus stuff, um, stuff, more information about that Quarry game from Supermassive, the really cool looking one. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah Skull yeah. and Bones. The ship is sprung a leak, Captain. Ooh, very good. Very good. Yeah, but first, we got a big one, maybe a megaton. Let's remember that reference. Right. Come Xbox from Fallout. There's the showcase. Yeah, it's coming it's this Fallout summer. reference. From it's a Savala reference, absolutely. Not Fallout Boy. George Yang at IGN. There he is. We know that name. Sometimes we, we say him. George Yang at GameSpot. He's a freelancer making his money. Xbox and Bethesda have announced that a summer showcase will air on June 12th at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, the showcase will include upcoming games coming to Xbox and PC as well as Xbox Game Pass. Currently, Xbox's most highly anticipated uh, game with a set release date is Starfield on November 11th. Uh, we'll almost certainly see first gameplay at the showcase if it doesn't come beforehand. Arcane's Redfall is also scheduled to launch sometime in 2022. A release date for that one has not um, yet been revealed, but maybe at that show. Ooh. But before we go on, 
We're just going to do it now. Segment from Adam. Whoa, what? Segment from Adam. So fast, so quick, yeah. so early. Segment from Adam. So squirrely. I'm not playing around. Oh, I, uh, I'm sure there's a squirrel who's a librarian in Arthur. Um, so first, actually, just, I mean, it's just an announcement. Do you have any thoughts on an announcement of a day that they're showing a thing? It's the same day that they normally would if E3 existed, and they're going to do probably the same exact shit just without any association with E3. Show us, uh, you know, 45 minutes to an hour of cool video games. You think it's All just right, going to be that? So, just 45 minutes to an hour? Is that what they said? I think it was last year. I think last year was about same, about an hour. I feel, like they're all, I feel like they're always like hour and a half to two hours. Especially what everyone thought. And then last year they did it for an hour. Yeah, and they're right. like, yeah, that's cool. But this year they've got Bethesda uh, on board. Well, there was Bethesda last year too. But Bethesda had their own conference last year, didn't they? No, it was together. No? I, there's a year of my life missing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Xbox slash Bethesda was last year as well. Okay, damn. Uh, yeah, All right. there's a lot of time missing for me. Uh, so, our segment from Adam, like, hey, we got an announcement of a showcase. Let's make predictions, wild predictions, and try to outdo each other. Okay. Um, I'm going to go through some basic information first, basically about last year's show, and then we'll make our predictions that are way too early because uh, we don't know anything. Uh, so, while Bethesda already announced Elder Scrolls 6 back in 2018, um, it might be a while before we hear anything more about it. Uh, since it was announced before Microsoft's acquisition of Bethesda, we could possibly, you know, get a confirmation. Uh, if What's up with that game? Is it exclusive? Is it not? What's going on? Right. Maybe that could happen this year. I don't actually think that one, but that's just what this person wrote. Uh, Machine Games announced last year that they were working on an Indiana Jones game. We haven't seen anything about it since then, since that little teaser trailer. Uh, one possible reveal could be Deathloop's inclusion into Game Pass because that exclusivity runs out after a year. Maybe something like that. Maybe that was one of my predictions because I think that's an easy mm -hmm. one. Uh, Ninja Theory is working on uh, Senua Saga 2 or Senua Saga Hellblade 2, whatever. Uh, Undead Labs is uh, doing State of Decay 3. Perfect Dark Reboot, of course, we know. Uh, Fable's doing, uh, has a reboot, reboot as well. And we know Obsidian is working on Avowed and uh, Outer Worlds 2. And we haven't heard much about Rare's Everwild. Apparently it got rebooted at some point or like restarted. Uh, and then last year's showcase, we had reveals of Outer Worlds 2 and Forza Horizon 5. That's the first time those games were show off. So here's some things we know about. Here's They had two things that were shown off that were exclusive last year. But we're going to go through it. We're going to make random predictions and figure out what we think is going to happen. Because again, nobody really knows anything yet. It's true. So who wants to start? I'll start. My first prediction is probably the least risky of them. Okay. Doom. I don't okay. think we're going to see anything from Doom. Not a single mention of it. And it's gonna, it is taking a break for a while while they reimagine what the series can be. Mm -hmm. I feel so like Doom, Doom is... hasn't really done the same type of thing for more than like a couple games at a time. So, you know, with Doom and Doom Eternal and then the Doom Eternal DLC, I feel, Doom 2016 Eternal and the D Eternal DLC, I feel like it's time now for them to come back with a different take on Doom next time. So I don't think we're going to hear anything about that for a while. Okay. Now, if something like old Doom gets remastered and put into Gamepad, like that will technically count? Or uh, are you no, saying no, that we're, not gonna, we're not going to see any new Doom news. Like, no, no, new, no Doom. new Doom game. No okay. nude Doom game. Watch it be a VR game, and you're like, fuck. They already <laughs> have Doom VR. Doom VFR. I know they do. Doom 2 VR. Doom V2 Arthur's FR. Revenge. <laughs> 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 okay, no Doom VR. Or no Doom, period. No new Doom. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, I will take an easy one. Again, I read it in here, but I think we get uh, the announcement of Deathloop coming into Game Pass on the day that that exclusivity runs out. Definitely this may be kind of because I don't know if they're allowed to speak. Are they allowed to speak about that before the deal is up? Is the question. You know what? I'm going to change that because I don't technically know if they'd be allowed to speak about that until the year is up. Because like I remember with um, the other one, the Tokyo Ghostwire, they were like, "It's exclusive for until this day." Yeah, but they didn't say anything else. So it's like ah, they probably won't. I'm changing that. What I'm going to do is we will have. Um, show we will show more games from Devolver Digital because them and Devolver are good friends. A lot of games going to Game Pass, and one. How do you want to do this? I have two games 
I don't know if they'll both go into Game Pass, but I think one, at least one of them will go into. How about I get a half point? If only one of them, but not the other one. We'll do that. That's okay. fine. Okay. So I think that Cult of the Lamb, which is the the game that we saw and we talked about last year, and Return to Monkey Island will both launch into Game Pass on day one. Again, most of all of our games eventually come to Game Pass. I'm saying these two are day ones into Game Pass. All right. So Cult of the Lamb, Return to Monkey Island, day one Game Pass is what I'm going to say for my first prediction. All right. I'm going to piggyback off of your Game Pass prediction, and I'm going to make a bold claim. In previous years, we've heard Microsoft say, like, today we're going to show you 57 games, and 51 of them are coming to Game Pass at some point. I'm going to say every single thing that we see at Xbox's conference is coming to Game Pass. Okay. Every single game. Awesome. Put it down because you're going to lose. Because <laughs> they'll show like one EA game and it's like, well, it'll be Game Pass day one. You'll have to wait six months. Well, Believe I didn't I didn't wrong. say day one. I didn't say day one Game Pass. Mm-hmm. But they 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 usually do make a distinction where it's like this is coming to Game Pass versus this is coming to Game Pass day one. Like this is they will usually well, let so you're you saying know. They would all say everything will say something about Game Pass. Yeah. Okay. Or and sometimes I mean, they'll say like coming to Game Pass later this year or. Mm -hmm. But and they usually do make the distinction like last year, they definitely said we have X amount of games and X of them are coming to Game Pass. I think this year we're going to see every single one on Game Pass. All of them. I mean, yeah, last year it was only like two or three that didn't come to Game Pass. Yeah, it was very few. That's very good. That's very good. My next one will be that we get. Oh, it's a little. I think that we get an announcement of Machine Games new game, which will be Wolfenstein. We're going to get a Wolfenstein 3 announcement. At this year's mm, Wolfen show. does it specifically have to be Wolfenstein three, or can it just be a new Wolfenstein Wolfenstein game? I'm gonna say Wolfenstein three, but I'm also just gonna asterisk Wolfenstein sequel. I don't know if it's gonna be three, but I think it's gonna be based off the the BJ Blazkowicz. Like I know there was a spinoff one that was whatever. It's not yeah. gonna be that. It'll be like this is proper Wolfenstein, whatever they end up calling it. So uh, Wolfenstein yeah, sequel Wolfenstein. from Machine Games. Is that your prediction? From Machine Games. Mm-hmm. That's what All I'm right. going with. All right. Despite the fact that Machine Games is working on... What, uh, what did we just say? Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, all of these studios make multiple games. Like, Obsidian will probably have another game announced. Okay. <laughs> it's like, our okay. fourth game. We'll see. All right. All right. My, I have one last prediction. We are going to see, you know, this might be this might be risky if it's another 45-minute conference, but we are going to see at least 10 whole minutes devoted to Starfield. I agree with you on that one. I think a good amount of time. Maybe it's 5 to 10, but I think, yeah, I'm with you on that one. They're 100% showing everything about that game Yep. Uh, at E3. So that's a good one to put in. It's still coming uh, this year, right? Mo- like, it has not been delayed? Yeah. No, thank you. saying November 11th. So... We'll see until they say it's not, but right now that's what it looks like. And again, this is how everyone's like, um, like Bethesda Game Studios, the one that Hot Howard works at, this is what they do. Again, they don't put out a ton of games because they take a long ass time to make games, but it's always like, comes out in six months, here you go. I want to clarify, so, 10 minutes devoted to Starfield also includes if they say, hey, here's some information about Starfield, and now a sneak peek of the Starfield soundtrack. Here's a band to play seven minutes of music you don't care about. Like, that counts as Starfield mm. content. You're saying ten minutes of Starfield? Yep. Okay. I ho- So here's what they could also do. Well, I mean, this won't count. But it could be like, here's two minutes of Starfield. Watch after the show when we've got 20 minutes of Starfield. Oh, uh, that wouldn't they count. They could get you on that there. That wouldn't count. It's one of the two. We're going to get that. I agree with you, though. Um. So for my last one... I just had it in my head. We will get Redfall release date, and it's within the next three months. Ooh. Because wait, June, so it'll be June, July, August, f- f- till September, my bad. The three months after. So I think we will get an announcement, release date of Redfall, and it will be by the end of September. All right, so I'm going to say by the end of quarter three, we're going to do yeah, big there you go. financial year summer before that yeah yeah absolutely redfall announced released within the next couple months redfall mm-hmm. autocorrects to redial so redial <laughs> release date <laughs> dope all right that was the last of my predictions three yeah that's three each okay i will just say <clears throat> personally i'm really interested in seeing replaced 
We haven't seen anything about the game since last year. I think that they they made a tweet saying like, "Hey, we got to delay it. We're you know, we're hard at work." Uh, but replace looks fucking dope, and I'm very interested in playing that. I if am you want to look it up, googling like, it right now because I don't remember it. Yeah, it's like a 2.5D like Blade Runner looking kind of thing. Oh, it looks really fucking good. It does look really good. I don't remember this though. Yeah, it was like a like a two like a one minute trailer or something like that, but it's a good time. Um, and even to your chagrin, there will be another. This isn't a prediction. There will be another update on Grounded. Even though you want to hate on Grounded, the game's good. Oh, I fucking forgot about. Is that game like complete yet? Like, can you play it all the way, or is it still? No, they keep it. It's just like any survival game. Like you know, Rust was in fucking early access for fucking four years before it came out. You know. Okay. There's content there, but I'm sure we'll get another ground up. That's not one of my things. So anyways, that's it. That's what our predictions. That's what we're saying. Adam loves Devolver Digital. Chad likes to say things don't show up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, so this isn't included in it. What do you think like the the one last thing? The thing that like we don't know about like the big surprise. Do you have any guess? Because it was Forza last year, because I had no fucking idea Forza and Rise 5 was coming out last year. And they were like, boom, here you go. Last thing, they show a big screen with all of their current studios. Mm-hmm. They say, all right, now we add Activision Blizzard to all of that. That expands out. You see all of those teams. Yeah, that's And right. then they're going to add one more. One single one at the, at the bottom right. We bought the FTC. <laughs> <laughs> we own E3 yes. now. Uh, so <laughs> that's going to be the one more thing, is they now own... The FTC. Uh, so funny. Uh, all right. So that's it for that first news story. Fun times. A lot of speculation. None of it will come true. But <laughs> thinking, speaking of things that did happen, Chad, time for playtime. Ooh, this will be a short one for me. Played more Destiny 2. Surprise. Doing mm-hmm. more raids. Getting good shit. Next week is the Guardian Games. It's the Olympics where... They have the Olympics. Oh in yeah, there? they have the Olympics, and it's hunters versus titans versus warlocks. So like, whatever character you main, you do a bunch. Of, you like you play the game, you get medals, you bank the medals at the big giant statues, and then uh, whoever, whichever class earns the most medals, they get like this big statue celebratory celebrating them in the middle of the tower for the whole year. So first year was oh, titans. Cool. I was a titan when we won. Second year was hunters. I did not participate in the games at all. This year it's gonna be warlocks, and I play as a warlock now. So let's hope. Let's hope to God. So more Destiny Two. Um, I'm also I'm three episodes into Batman: The Enemy Within. I finished Batman Telltale series, the first season, season one. Season one. Um, still had we talked about all the technical issues I had last time. Still had all of those issues all the way through the end of the game. I enjoyed it. Started Enemy Within. Most of those technical issues are gone. We'll talk more about it later this week when we do the barf episode. Um, so yeah, look forward to our barf recording coming up later this week. We're going to have a special guest on the show as well that you might Ooh. know from previous special guest spots and our Twitch chat most weekends. Um, so that's coming later this week. And then I have been itching, Adam. Mm-hmm. I About a week ago, remembered that Square Enix is doing the 2D HD like Octopath art style treatment for Dragon Warrior Live 3. Live Live Alive, whatever that other one is. Uh, right? Well, Live Alive was, was going to possibly be my solution to this, but they're doing that for Dragon Warrior 3. Oh, are they? Yes, and they announced this last year. And I Dragon Warrior 3 was the very first JRPG I played on the Game Boy Color, and I have such a, a boner for that game. And I've been thinking about it all week, and I wanted something to scratch that itch. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll do Live Alive. Turns out that's not coming out until July. I was like, damn it. Yeah. And so I jumped more. We talked about Fantasian last week or maybe two weeks ago. It's like Apple Arcade. I remember you talking about it. Yeah, it's the Apple Arcade game from the Final Fantasy creator. And it's, you know, it's got that JRPG style on these dioramas. And I was like, oh, maybe this will scratch that JRPG itch. And... Turns out, no, I think I'm done with it. Spend like another hour in the game. And while the battle mechanics on that touchscreen, like it's all obviously optimized for mobile because it was created specifically and only for mobile. Um, the battle mechanics are great, but just I got so tired of traveling around the, the map and the screen mm-hmm. because it's it's not joysticks. It's like tap where you want to go. And obviously you can't see the entire, like if you're in a town, you can't see the whole town at once. So you got to tap. 
and then wait three seconds for them to walk close to the edge of the screen so you can see more of the map and then tap again. See the rest and then wait and then yeah. tap again. I just got tired of doing that. So could have been cool, but instead it fucking sucks. Uh, <laughs> I think the next thing I might try, actually, I'm probably not going to try anything because I still have to play Horizon Forbidden West. I still have to play through Hellblade again on Series X. And the Guardian games are coming. So if all of that fails, I did buy the Chrono Cross remaster. Mm -hmm. So I'll probably jump into that and try to grab that JRPG itch and scratch it. Get it real good. That's it. Scratch it as good as Buster the bunny from Arthur because he's a bunny and they scratch good. Wait a minute. Was the name of the bunny Buster? Because Buster and Babs were also the bunny in Tiny Toons. I'm pretty sure his name's Buster. I might be wrong. Arthur, <laughs> Arthur oh my Bunny. god, it's Buster Baxter. Buster Baxter, what a fucking dumb name. <laughs> Arthur Reed. Okay, kid. Babs and Buster Bunny kiss. Oh god, there's some deviant oh. art. <laughs> yeah, don't go to those websites. <laughs> You'll get some viruses. Uh, now I have right, to see but, it. Oh yeah. yeah. Ew. Yucky. There's some. Oh. There's some. Don't type in Miss Incredible. It's going to be real bad. Canonically, mm-hmm. um, are Babs and Buster Bunny related to... I just blanked. What's the actual Looney Tunes bunny's name? What's that, Dak? Uh, that guy. Bugs. Yeah, that guy. Are Babs Bugs and Buster bunny. related to Bugs? Because like, there's one of, like his of, niece or something. of Buster kissing Bugs on here. And if that's Daddy and Kid... I think it's his uncle. Which is still wrong. Babs and Buster Bunny relationship to bugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The re- bugs and Buster relationship is the teacher-student relationship. Oh. Oh, Buster and his Just mentor. a different bunny. Hmm. Okay. I guess it's fine that they kiss then. Okay. Okay. More Okay. Um, uh, I, I, also, I think I figured out okay, yeah, so this issue where I can't hear you anymore happened again and I think I figured it out now? anytime that I open up a website that has some kind of video or gif on it playing the audio cuts out for discord cuts it out so gotcha. uh, I'm going to leave the call real quick I'll BRB mm-hmm. what's up everybody this is real good content how's it going <laughs> now you get to see me two of me alright talk again Adam can you hear me now oh so good yep yeah, you figured it out. Don't look at uh, DeviantArt with yeah, video Yeah, don't, don't look at cartoon bunny porn while I'm doing yeah. the show. I was talking to you the whole time, so that'll be good for the podcast. Uh, as far as me, what I played, I am basically at the very end of Batman. I'm literally doing the last thing, and I was like, oh, I gotta go do a chore, so I just paused it. Thank God for Quick Resume, because I can just turn the Xbox off and come back, and I ain't yeah. gonna worry about it. So I'm I'll probably finish it up after we finish the uh, the podcast, so we'll talk about that on Barf in the next couple days. Play more Assassin's Creed Origins, because Moon Knight mm-hmm. continues to interest me in Egypt, Egypt stuff. Uh, so that's more fun. Moon Knight, fun time. Ready for that last episode. Yeah, and me then too. I stared at PC games. Yeah, I'm ready. For, I'm very ready. Stared at PC games. Yeah, I was like, hey, I've had these games installed on my PC. And I was like, I'm going to start them. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to watch YouTube instead. <laughs> I've been bad, dude. That's I only the problem. play like a game a week. That's the problem with PC games. You can get distracted mm-hmm. by, you know, YouTube and doing your taxes and porn. And it's a lot harder to do your taxes or watch porn on a console than it is. You're not trying hard enough. <laughs> I'm just saying it's, it's very... possible, but it's just harder. Yeah, just a little bit. But yeah, no, Batman is the main thing. Uh, I had to finish that up for Barf. Um, we'll talk more about it, but I... Enjoy the Batman. That's all I'll say. Me too. I'm, I'm I can't wait to talk time. about it. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. Oh, man, it'll be so fun. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Nothing for me. Uh, oh, Trek to Yomi is the next thing that I will be playing. That comes out, out next week, right? the end of the week. Yeah. Oh, it comes out the 4th or the 5th this week. So I'm ready to play that black and white samurai game. <sighs> but anyways, we're going to move on to the quest log. You know what that is when we talk about the rest of the stories that are on the docket. Speaking of Docket, Docket, I barely is, know her. What's the favorite? What's your favorite Arthur character? My uh, Buster Baxter's friend's is it sister. The bunny? No, I like the dude who wears the sweater with the uh, like the corduroy pants and like the collared shirt coming out of it. He's a loser. Uh, speaking <laughs> of losers, 
We've got info on PS Plus game trials. It's from not a loser, George Yang at IGN. Look at this guy all over the place. George Yang. Nice. Oh, sorry. Side note, Trek Yomi is on May 5th. It is coming to Game Pass Day 1. May 5th. There we go. Uh, so, yeah, we got info on these PS Plus game trials. You might have remembered we're talking about, you know, PlayStation announced, oh, a new PlayStation Plus, the top tier, gets game trials. Didn't say anything else about it. They're like game trials. What does that mean? Well, we have some more information. Some of it, number six, will surprise you. A game developers <laughs> are reportedly now required to create timed game demos for PlayStation Plus premium subscribers. Going forward, any game that costs $34 or higher must be accompanied, uh, must have an accompanying game trial for Sony's subscription service that lasts for at least two hours. So if your game's over 34 bucks, you have to have a two-hour demo. We'll keep going. That's uh, interesting. According to a report from Game Developer, many studios received this news in a new update in Sony's developer portal and were reportedly not provided any previous communication about such a change. Uh, this new policy doesn't apply retroactively or at all to PlayStation VR games. However, developers who plan to launch PlayStation games in the future will have to adhere to these updated guidelines. Developers reportedly have up to three months from the release of their game to put out a time trial, and they are required to be available on PlayStation subscription service for a minimum of 12 months. Custom game demos for the service will reportedly be considered, but it seems like Sony will only approve them on, on an individual basis. This new policy is also separate from uh, normal demos, and developers are still allowed to pursue initiatives like Free-to-Play Weekend for all PlayStation owners. So before we get on, there was a little bit of an update. Before we get to that, this beginning part, what's your thoughts and ideas um i it, it seems like this information is hitting developers at the same time as it's hitting us otherwise i feel like this would have been much more of an issue uh when they announced it so that's part of the problem because playstation plus game trials launch like this week in japan and like next week in europe and then in four weeks for the united states and so it's uh the fact that they're hitting people with this up front like at the same time as this hitting the public, that's that's just bad. Um, it's just bad company policy, bad way of doing business. Like if you're requiring, if this is a mandate, this is every single game that is thirty four dollars or higher. And I I was thinking like why thirty four dollars? And it's like that's half of a full price game. So if it's like full price yeah, game is you know sixty nine ninety nine. It makes sense. So, but you can't even go thirty four ninety nine. You should be like thirty five dollars, so you could hit that one cent below mark and still, you yeah. know, whatever. Um. So the fact that they're springing this on people so late into this process is, I think, just bad on just bad relationship between them and game devs. Um. And they're kind of, I figure, I feel like they're figuring this out at the last minute themselves. I don't feel like this is a bad practice necessarily or it's, it's certainly not even an unprecedented one like i just refresh myself xbox 360 every single xbox live arcade game and every single xbox indie game on the 360 had to have a demo it was required if you wanted to be on on the xbox you had to have a demo for your game and then even playstation plus on the ps3 this was before you needed plus to have online play one of the perks of playstation plus was you also get uh, one hour trials of most video games and it was basically mm -hmm. just like the first hour of every single game so i don't think it's unprecedented i also don't think it's necessarily a bad thing uh I, there are obviously going to be concerns of like well what if my game is the type of game that you can beat in an hour or you can get you know or two hours or you can get most of what you might want to get from that game in two hours or shit people are going to figure out my game is bad and no one's going to buy it well maybe you shouldn't have made a bad game that's on you so i'm i'm I feel like I'm indifferent on this. I'm not against it. I'm not super for, I mean, it'll be nice, of course, to be able to say, oh man, Rainbow Six Extraction's coming out and I'm curious, but I don't want to pay it. And in, in a world where it didn't come to Xbox Game Pass, like, oh, I will try this. That's the type of game I would do this two hour demo for. So uh, I'm into it for that reason, but they're, they're just handling it all wrong. All mm -hmm. wrong. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah, the, the late notice thing sucks. So when it comes to, I'm back and forth on this, and actually the update kind of makes all of my issues go away, if that supposed update is real. Um, but as far as like, all right, it kind of sucks if it's like, oh, hey, the thing that bothers me is when they're like, oh, hey, we like custom parts of it, where it's like, hey, we don't just like dump the first two hours of the game. Can we like give a special thing? They're like, well, you have to be considered. It's like, 
why like because this thing with demos it'd be like hey here's a demo of like this certain thing that we think is cool or whatever and right. they're just like no it's gotta be the first two hours unless you get special permission i don't think that's great it being over 34 dollars i think kind of changes it a lot because a lot of your one to two hour indie games aren't going to cost you 34 dollars so it doesn't really right. affect those people so i think like that's fine i mean it would suck if you were in that 40 or 50 dollar range where you're like oh you're like a thq or you know a deep silver and you're just like uh, here's one of the weird spongebob games or whatever and it's like now we have to do a demo it's like i guess um but yeah I, i'm with you I, the communication wasn't great i don't think in the long run it'll really hurt that many people but it would suck if you have to make a two-hour demo all of a sudden i just don't like the idea of like oh now you got to do this shit. that's what bothers me but update on the story Game trials are handled by Sony, question mark. Uh, Sony will reportedly be taking care of producing uh, these on their on their own, meaning developers wouldn't, ha uh, wouldn't have any extra pre-launch work on their end. As according, uh, according to Kotaku's Ethan Gotch, who was told that the PlayStation Store team will be responsible for creating these two-hour trials. So now if that's true, and it's like, you have to do it if you're over this, da-da-da-da-da, but someone else is doing the work, oh, I don't fucking care. Mm. It would only bother me if I had to do extra work. It could still bother me that I just all of a sudden now I just have to do this thing I wasn't prepared for. But if I'm not doing any physical work, it's not costing my company anything. I'm not as mad. Here's I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Here's where I oh. think this might be worse. Option A, you make me do extra work to create a demo. Bad. Option B, you say, don't worry about it. I will take some underpaid intern whose job it is to sit here and do, all right, you have to churn out 15 two-hour demos today. And I want you to, can I trust that person to make the best representative two hours of the game to sell? Like, this is what is going to make or break sales for my entire thing that I've been working on for four to six years. And I'm going to trust that to some intern who has no idea what my game is about or gives zero shits about it. Like, that, mm -hmm. that to me, I and I assume... There's a lot of games that go on in the PlayStation Network, and there are a lot of games that come out on PlayStation that there's just going to be a huge quota for people to meet. And there, I assume there aren't a lot of people making these demos. They can't afford to pay a whole team of hundreds of people to make really quality representative two-hour demos. So that's where I'm like, you know what? I don't want you just making this on my behalf without consulting me. I want some say in this. And mm -hmm. to have that be like the exception to the rule where I get input, me giving input to what this demo looks like is the exception to the rule that needs approval. That's where I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't like that at all. Now, advocate to your devil's advocate. Ooh. Or whatever you said. Jesus advocate. I think advocate. that's the term. Yeah, this is... If I'm know, advocating Dale on behalf of the devil, you're advocating on behalf I'm of Jesus I'm advocating on behalf Christ. of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Excuse me. <laughs> um, so... I don't think this again, this is why the wording needs to make more sense and they need to, to explain to the developers. You're talking about a demo, which I agree. I wouldn't want someone else making my demo. They're talking about a game trial. So basically, like, give us your entire game. And then if they did it like this, like, hey, you download the entire game, you play for two hours and then the PSN boots you out. So there's no demo to make. It's just here is the game and whatever you can do in two hours, which you can do in two hours. That's different from making a demo where like, oh, here's a cool level. Here's a cool map for multiplayer. It's like, oh, no, here's just the whole game and you have two hours and then it cuts you off. I I don't know what they're doing because they're saying, yeah, you can make demos, but they're saying everyone has to do two hour trials. But like, what is a two hour trial? Is it the full game? Because you can just do that. But why are we making it? I, you know, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, what do they do? What's actually happening here? On PS3, the way that they handle it was it was just you, you download the whole game and you play until the hour mark cuts you off. And, and it's like, it. do you want to continue? Pay money. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's fine. I guess. Uh, that's, I, I don't know, man. Because I, I also think about, like, I do appreciate that on one standpoint. Like, I love that I can play Dragon Quest Eleven on Switch for however long I want, and then my progress carries over to the, to the main game. Like, that's really cool. I can just start from the beginning. But also, I think about games like, sorry, this is another Nintendo thing, and it's not really applica applicable, but, like, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. The first two hours of that mm -hmm. game is abhorrent. But the rest of the game is really cool. And if, like, that's the first thing that people, before they buy the game, they're like, let me play two hours of Zelda Twilight Princess and see if I like it. And like, oh, no, it turns out this is poop on a stick. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I, this whole thing is just is weird to me. And it's I feel like it's not a one-size-fits-all blanket thing like Sony's trying no, to no. make it. I feel like it has to be a... 
if you're a developer who knows, hey, the first two hours of my game are shit and you have to get through them to get to the good stuff, then yeah, let me make a two-hour trial of a good part of the game or an enticing part of the game. And then if you like it, you can download the whole thing and start from the beginning again. Yeah, I agree with that. But like any Final Fantasy game, it'd be like 30 hours in. Like, here you go. Now it's fun. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I guess we'll see what happens. If I'm with you, it's like, uh, I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, I'll be, I'm not going to be paying them that money for that stuff anyway, so it doesn't make me any difference. Yeah. But it sucks if people are forced to do work that they didn't want to now. Uh, but thing, speaking of things that don't suck, Supermassive's The Quarry has got a lot of endings. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Eddie Micucci, GameSpot. Until Dawn developer Supermassive's newest game, The Quarry, has a branching storyline that leads to a very large number of possible endings. Director Will Biles told IGN that The Quarry has 186 different endings based upon the choices uh, players make with the games. What are the chances are that... 186. Uh, what are the chances are that uh, there's a trophy for getting 160, 186 different endings? There should not be. <laughs> I'm afraid to God there's not, but you never know. I wonder if 180... Well, again, I'm sure some will be vastly different, but one of them is like, oh, the shirt is torn. Right. And this one, she has a nose ring for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll see what Biles said. Biles said, we worked out 186 different endings for those characters, not just alive or dead, a variation things that can happen to them. Uh, Oh, yeah. So it's nine characters could all be alive or dead and then variations on those endings with those characters. Yeah, it seems like. Oh, look at him out. Bob explained that the quarry's branching narrative is a mathematical nightmare with ridiculous <laughs> amounts of data for the game to pour over. Uh, the director also spoke about how the actors would shoot about 50 pages of the script per day, which is unheard of in the traditional film and TV world. Actors are used to, on a feature film, a 100-page script, but for this, it's over a 1,000 pages, so they got very alarmed, <laughs> Bob said. Uh, yeah, so just some info on that uh, a lot. I, yeah, That's my thing. It's like how in-depth is, you know, ending 147 compared to 186 but if it's actually substantial yeah i don't know how they do that for a trophy maybe it's just like beat it once and you're done kid or maybe it's like everyone's dead or everyone lives and then you get the platinum i think that'd be an interesting way to do it instead of like oh well steven amanda and and josephine need to be alive but buster and and bugs can't make it (laughs) i just think back to uh heavy rain and that platinum trophy and that when you did need How to see all it? the endings and it was like it was like seven or eight different endings i think it was mm-hmm. but you you had to either play the entire game seven or eight times or you had to go back and like do a do a save hacking thing and say all right at this point i have to make a choice and if that point is 20% through the game then you have to make that choice go all the way to the end of the game so it was it was obnoxious to try to get that platinum and i don't remember whether i did it or not i think maybe i did because uh, i'm a masochist it doesn't sound like it's worth it, but you know, it certainly was not. I can tell you, even if I have it, I can tell you it wasn't worth it. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Captain. Talking yeah. To what up, uh, brother? The boat, the boat, uh, we can learn to work and play. <laughs> uh, the boat sprung a leak, man. Oh, no, man. Shit. <laughs> the skull and bones. <laughs> that sprung a leak. It's from Eddie McCooch at GameSpot. Uh, God, that I I still don't understand why that beginning of Arthur is steel drums and a Jamaican dude singing <laughs> the, the song for the children's show, but whatever. Uh, Ubisoft's long in development swashbuckling pirate game Skull and Bones has leaked in a big way, Ooh. with a lengthy gameplay video emerging from a technical test. Uh, the video posted on Streamable begins by setting up the focus of the game, which has become the most infamous pirate on the seas during the golden age of piracy. Players can disembark their ship at a place called Saint Anne. No, Saint 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 Anne. Saint Anne. Uh, where they can craft new ships and equipment, collect provisions, take on contracts, and socialize with other human players, according to the video. The video also reveals that players will have their reputation tracked through an infamy scale that they can grow by taking on contracts with uh, rewards for succeeding and penalties for coming up short. Users can also take part in a world events and plunder treasure chests to gain infamy. What's more, the video reveals some of the character creation and customizable options available to players, as well as the systems they call on players to manage their ship health and crew morale while at the seas. Ubisoft seemingly reacted to the leak by sharing an official video of its own skull skull and bones with the caption, keep your eyes on the horizon. Great way. It's like, oh, our game leaked. Hey, 
pay attention. Fucking whatever. It's like, what? What a funny way to do damage control. Ubisoft historically holds a summer game showcase of some kind, but the company has not yet announced plans for this. So no, Ubisoft forward yet for this year. Yeah, we haven't got one yet. Uh, so we knew about this game. Mm-hmm. They've been making it for 10 years. Yep. Maybe longer. I think I was a child. I think I was in middle school. <laughs> uh, but I remember them talking about a tech test. People have leaked it. Seems like we're gonna get something soon. And that's right. There was that tech test out. with like a really strict NDA associated with it too, right? Mm-hmm. And all that got posted on streamable. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this sounds like to me. Uh, there was the I can't remember whether it was actually based on truth or whether it was something that you uh, assumed. But there's some kind of like legal thing where like they have to release this game legally because they got funding from somewhere. It's like that, yeah, I think it's. Shanghai or something? It's wherever the the country it's in. It's like you gotta put it out. Yeah, I'm I'm happy that it's just finally coming out, so it can stop being a meme. But also, what it sounds like it's trying to be from this, I I'll be honest and say I haven't watched the the leaked video yet. But what it sounds like it's trying to be is like realistic skull and not skull and bones. That's this game. What's the Xbox one? Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. It's trying to be like a realistic Sea of Thieves. Um, which, you know, I, I am not a Sea of Thieves fan. I have tried it and did not have any fun in it, but, um, I hope it comes out. I hope it does well, but I don't see anyone playing this for any amount of time. Um, but I am very happy that it is no longer just boats that you actually have players and people and you can do things and interact and it's not just a bunch of people playing as boats. You you are a captain of a ship. I do, like I said, I'm with you. I hope it comes out good, because I do like pirate stuff. That's my aesthetic. It being like a social multiplayer sort of idea that could be fun, like running out and doing missions and stuff. Uh, I actually do like Sea of Thieves. I don't play it a ton, but I have fun when I, you get a group together. Um, And also, I just went back, because I was trying to find the information on where it came from. That is a story somewhere. I just didn't look that up, because I got distracted. There's a Skull and Bones TV show on the way, and the delay of the game does what? not affect the TV show. Skull Bones TV show, apparently. What Watch was the, those seven episodes on Paramount Plus. What was the, like, there was a Showtime pirate show or something like that that came yeah. out a few years Black ago. Black Sails? Black Sails, yeah. Was that good? Did you watch that? I I didn't watch it. I heard, well, because nobody has Showtime, but I heard it was pretty good. <laughs> right. Was Black Sails good? Let's do a little Google search there. <laughs> yes. That's Ooh. what you get. A review on IMDb. In short, Black Sails is one of the most thoroughly enjoyable dramatic series ever. It's great adventure, great drama, and by far the best screen representation of the great days of nautical piracy. Wait, is there other piracy that's not nautical? I mean, I guess. I mean, internet piracy. Yeah. I wish they did a series about that. (laughs) (laughs) This is a bunch of people on the Pirate Bay watching episodes of Black Sails because no one wants to pay for Showtime. (laughs) I have episodes of season 11 of The Simpsons. It's stars. It's stars, not Showtime. I do have stars. Oh, there you go. You're the one person. My sister pays through it through her Hulu, and she's the one person who has it. Uh, But yeah, we'll see what happens. I like the idea of pirates. I don't want to pay for that video game. Uh, But a game I do want to pay money for, Fallen Order 2. We got an update. Ooh. Ooh. Some Chris Skellion at VGC. That sounds like a pirate name right there. Ah, Chris Skellion, herg. DW, come up here. <laughs> Daryl come on up here. Boogity, boogity, boogity. <laughs> the sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order will be released in 2023 for new-gen systems only, Woo! it has been claimed. Thank you. Uh, VentureBeat reporter Jeff Grubb made the claim during his premium Giant Bob show, Grub Snacks. Grub Snacks. I just, yeah, just listen to Grub Snacks, apparently. That's where all the, the fucking news comes from. <laughs> right. uh, Star Wars Jedi, uh, Star Wars Jedi 2 specifically, pay attention, he did the name different. Star Wars Jedi 2 is going to be new gen only, where it's PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and then of course PC, Grub said. One of the reasons that we're, uh, that they're going to be able to do that is because it's not coming out until 2023. The game is for sure now not coming out until 2023. According to Grub, the decision to focus solely on new gen consoles has, uh, new gen systems has some upsides because they don't have to worry about trying to straddle those generational lines. According to Grub, EA and Respawn have previously targeted had previously been targeting a 2022 release, but this won't now happen. Grub also claimed that EA would be dropping the Fallen Order name for the sequel, and the game will likely be shown in some form at Star Wars Celebration in May. So we have Star Wars Celebration near the end of the month, and May the 4th is coming out 
uh, is happening very soon mm -hmm. whenever you're listening to mm -hmm. this. So we've got a couple places for Star Wars stuff to come out. But yeah, they're like next gen only or new gen only. Um, leave that old shit in the dust and it'll come out next year. Do you remember when all these companies were trying to trying to sell us on the fact that like, oh no, developing for both generations of systems does not hold back the new version. We promise. I'm like, yeah, we'll shut the fuck up. We all know it does, and we're all glad that you're not doing it anymore. Thank you. Yeah, don't have time for it. I'm ready for this video game. I'm ready to see it, because uh, that'll be good. Because, yeah, we'll definitely see the Star Wars celebration. More than likely, not May the 4th, but yeah, ooh, I'm ready. And it'll just, yeah, will probably be a different subtitle. You'll just be, you know, Jedi... Uh, the new Colossus, or something like that. <laughs> Jedi 2. Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo, the classic 2. Yep. Uh, moving on to games I don't care about. Will Ooh. we see Final Fantasy 16 this year at all? It's from Darren Bunthwees. I'm V-Horny for this game. You are, huh? Yeah, yeah. That traditional fantasy. Did you fantasy... play Stranger Paradise? Uh, no, I did not. Although, you didn't kill chaos? after I went on that rant about how bad that game is from the demo that starts from the beginning of the game, that full game trial, mm -hmm. which apparently was not a good representative slice of the game, which is another argument mm -hmm. towards the devil's advocate. Go. Um... After I read that, everyone's giving it like mid '80s in reviews, yeah. saying that like, "Oh my god, the wild, crazy twist at the end makes it all worth it," and the combat is so satisfying. It's like uh, maybe I, maybe I judged it too harshly. So one day, I'm but gonna... I've heard all of your issues where it's like this story is ridiculous and really, really bad and really dumb. They're like, "Oh, that's all true." Yeah, but they <laughs> but say the end play. makes it worth it. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess, uh, but. Final Fantasy 16 is what this story is about. Final Fantasy 16 appears to be in the final crucial stages of its development cycle as a new interview with popular... Can you say this? I can say the Naoki last name. Naoki Yoshida. Naoki Yoshida has provided some fresh updates on Square Enix's upcoming RPG. Spotted online by Twitter user AlbertFF14. I wonder what video games that person likes. Uh, <laughs> and translated by RPG site, Yoshida's comments come from an official... Uniqlo magazine. <laughs> Uniqlo. That's magazine. because that's because Uniqlo has a a um partnership with Final Fantasy right now. They have a lot of partner a lot of Final Fantasy shirts and stuff. I've never heard of this thing. Uh You've never heard of Uniqlo? No. Oh, I guess it's so it's a it's a Japanese clothing brand. Or maybe it's Korean. Yeah. No, I think it's Japanese. Japanese Definitely clothing brand. It and it's like they have Basically the essentials, like they've got jeans, they've got sweaters, mm -hmm. they've got socks, and everything, they've got that style of thing in like 50 colors. Like, oh, do you like this oh. sweater? Great, we have this sweater in every color you can think of. But they have Hunter had green, like... Sea green. <laughs> they've had partnerships with like Pokemon and... and okay, I've seen the Pokemon, kind of like the, the button downs? No, that's different. That's different. That's somebody else. But they, okay. but they have, you know, Nintendo and Pokemon partnerships. Anyway, they just recently came to the u.s like i remember when they came to chicago like five or six mm -hmm. years ago it was like a big deal it was like oh my god this is like one of the only uniqlo stores in the entire country interesting sorry there's a little uniqlo spinoff there oh that's cool uh the magazine for the clothes people uh talked to the the guy where was i at <laughs> <laughs> you see, this comments come from an official Uniqlo magazine ahead of that brand's launch of several. Uh, now we're at the finale of the new game FF16's development. Yoshida said, unlike any online game that de uh, depicts multiple players simultaneously, FF16 focuses on an individual, so the state of immersion to the story will be different. It feels like the story will be very deep. Uh, well, I'm into uh, that. Just explain the difference between an MMO and just a single player game. I like that. Uh, <laughs> according, to, according to the producer, there's a hope that this particular Final Fantasy will appeal to older fans of the series who have grown with the various games over the years. Uh, Yoshida previously said that the game's next big reveal will come in spring 2022. Looking at my watch. <laughs> uh, and due, uh, due to complications around COVID-19, Final Fantasy 16's development has been delayed by almost half a year. I don't know why Final Fantasy t-shirts got... Because I think copied over. I think the end of that sentence, Uniqlo magazine ahead of that branch launch of several Final Fantasy t-shirts. I think that's where uh, it's supposed I to go. Just, I messed them up there. I understand. But yeah, no, so he's like, hey, it's coming along. It's good. Buy the t-shirts. The game's coming along. It's not multiplayer. <laughs> I think I think the clarification on that is if you look back at Stranger of Paradise and you look back at Final Fantasy 15 and Final Fantasy 7 Remake, you control a party of people all at once while mm. you're finding versus I think this one he's trying to say is that you are it's one singular character that you take through the entire 
series, which was honestly, I can't think of another Final Fantasy off the top of my head where you only control one person and not a party. I don't know if I'm reading that <laughs> wrong, but that's what it that's what it read like to me. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, it seems interesting. Again, I know people are excited for that. That PlayStation exclusive. But I just never liked Final Fantasy, man. I just can't get into it. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. They're hit or miss for me. There's some of them I can get really into. Some of them are like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever played. Final Fantasy X, I played all the way through it. Stupid. Final Fantasy XII. That was the first one I played was oh, X. Woof, dude. Twelve, which is, again, like, one that so many people like. I got like two hours and I was like, Ugh, no, this is stupid. But some of them are real good. Some of them. I didn't play the older ones. Maybe I should go back. Uh, <laughs> this next story. Could you tell... Did the did the writer make up this headline or was it me? <laughs> I thought this said when I read this earlier, I thought it's can't fool daddy Sunny. <laughs> like you're talking no. to your kid, like bugs talking no. to Buster in the bedroom. Yeah, as a mentor role. Right. Uh can't fool daddy Sony it's from James Carr at GameSpot. Uh so I remember we were talking about this. We're like, hey, what do I do? You know, if I want to upgrade from tier to tier, oh, maybe you can get cards and stack them up. Hmm. Maybe you can't. Sony has reportedly disabled PlayStation Plus prepaid code redemption for existing subscribers ahead of the transition to the new tiered version of PlayStation Plus in June. As reported by Eurogamer and Pushsquare, some users are, are unable to redeem their prepaid PS Plus and PS Now subscription, presumably to stop users from locking in the new tiers of PlayStation Plus at a cheaper price. In the FAQ for the new PS Plus, PlayStation states the users who are subscribed to both PS Plus and PS Now will be switched over to the highest tier uh, when the transition is made. The length of the subscription will be based on whether on whichever subscription is longer. Since the service was announced, users have begun stacking their subscription in anticipation of them being converted to the new service. Now, it seems like PlayStation is blocking users from redeeming cards and from extending their subscriptions digitally as well. Uh, GameSpot can confirm the attempt to access an already active PS Plus subscription on a PS5 console results in an error code. CE, bunch of numbers, <laughs> attempting to extend a PlayStation Plus subscription on the PlayStation Store website results in an error stating the item can't be added to the cart because... Quote unquote, you've already purchased this item. Uh, according to Pushsquare, Sony support is confirming that stacking of prepaid cards has been disabled. I've checked the voucher in your account, and you conclude that as of now, there's a temporary deactivated function for PlayStation Now, PlayStation Plus subscriptions, which will not allow for stacking of either membership or on already active membership. A Sony service, a Sony support rep told the outlet via email. So everyone said, hey, I remember with Game Pass, you get that $1 deal, you just buy fucking years of Xbox Live, and you do the $1, you can just get years for, for basically nothing. And PlayStation mm -hmm. said, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's really interesting is this all started when, when they announced that PlayStation Now, which traditionally cost $100 a year, would convert to the premium tier, which costs $120 a year. Everyone was like, oh, mm -hmm. well, that's awesome. I have PlayStation Now, and it'll just become the premium thing. And they just so happened to also be selling PlayStation Now subscriptions for half price on the PSN. Mm -hmm. And so people were getting, or not, not half price, 60 bucks, which is half price of the new premium tier. So people went yeah. crazy, and they're like, I'm going to buy a ton of PlayStation Now annual subscriptions, and that's going to all convert over to uh, PS Plus Premium. So there were people who for a couple of weeks were able to do that successfully, and now PlayStation yep. is like, okay, okay, nope, no more. No more. Maybe we did this on purpose in order to get more people on the premium tier so that more people could play it and get hands on it and speak well of it and maybe just accidentally continue to pay for it. But the one thing in here that like is is weird to me is that they so PlayStation states that users who are subscribed to both, so you pay the sixty dollar mm -hmm. a year membership and you pay the hundred dollar a year membership, they're just gonna say, oh, forget the sixty dollar a year one. That's not being refunded to you. We're just going to convert you to the longer membership or to the higher membership. So I could yeah, pay one. I could pay 100 bucks or I could pay 160 bucks. Either way, I get the premium tier. I feel like that's a little mm -hmm. bit of a fuck you where they could at least give you partial credit for the $60 subscription or so uh, that doesn't that doesn't sit well with me. But there's one other thing that um I think is a little weird that they haven't addressed too and that is all of these people who have the PlayStation Plus who are going to then be converted to the base tier, let's say I've stacked two or three years worth of that. Because I think I do. I think right now I have like 18 more months of it stacked up already. Mm -hmm. 
And let's say for one, they've they've said, oh yeah, you can upgrade your membership to the premium tier once it's converted for the difference in price. Yeah. Which, so that makes sense. But what they haven't said is like, can I do that on a monthly basis? What if there's something coming out that's on that service or I want to play some PS3 games for a month? Do I have to convert all 18 of my months at once? Or can I only do that so, for one month at a time? I did not put I never put it as a story because it was just like a really quick thing. But if you want to go, I'm pretty positive that it's like we will upgrade. You can upgrade your service for the remainder of what your subscription is. Ooh, I hate so that. if it's like you've got 18 months left. To give us $5 times 18 months, and you can get to that next year, buddy. I hate that. You should double check, but I saw it a couple weeks ago as a story, but I was like, I don't know. This isn't really enough to like talk about it, but I think that it's like, yeah, you got to upgrade everything till the end of it. So, yeah, no loopholes. Daddy Sony shaking his finger. You're not doing any of that. Mm-mm-mm. Hate that. Hate that. You've just yeah. made my the rest of my day really poopy. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just got to tell you how it is, you know, bud? Nothing I appreciate I can do about you it. protecting me, though, from future disappointment. <laughs> You've but just yeah, confirmed so you for the... me that I'm not going to subscribe to the higher tier at all now. Since you I can't do it on a one-off. One. Yep. Yep. I'm with you. Uh, but that's it for the stories. There you go. A lot of fun stuff. A lot of talk about not Muppets. Arthur. <laughs> Muppets and Arthur. Completely different characters. <laughs> Now I have to look up and see if Arthur puppets, I mean, Arthur Muppets exist. Arthur I'm sure that some, Muppets. again, you're going to go back to that same website you were on before <laughs> that had all the naughty pictures. A lot of, a lot of King Arthur Muppets. That's what mm, comes up. Yes. Of course, of course. All right, it's time for Game on Game Show. The Game on Our Gaming Show, we play a game called Game on, the gaming show on a game show. Game, 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 game. Arthur. <laughs> Damn it. I just called you Arthur. Adam. <laughs> Arthur and Dale Earnhardt Jr. here. What's going on? Adam, uh, we've got a returning game called Guess What Happened This Week? Mm. This is a game where we take a look at monumental dates in uh, gaming history. Could be game releases, video game console releases, could be all sorts of things. Um, and the things that happened specifically this week in the past. In video games. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six things here that were um, major points in gaming history. And I will tell you the date, the year, and then I will give you a short little riddle to see if you can guess what it is that came out on that day. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are you ready? I will try my best. As we are recording, it is Sunday, May 1st. And on May 1st, in 1982, wasn't alive. Me neither. I'd been <laughs> I'd been pre-dead for eight years. Yeah. This game dev was a spin-off from a wildly popular movie studio, but they weren't allowed to make games based on their own movies. LucasArts. Yes. Well, so the the game dev company, do you know the name of them? That was originally Is it? Was it Lucasfilm Games? Yes, it is Lucasfilm Games. Okay. They were founded in 1982, but Indiana Jones and Star Wars were contracted to Atari. So they had the license for those games mm -hmm. at the time. So Lucasfilm had to make original things at the time. Yes, yes, yes. That same day, five years later in 1987, make sure you wear a nice scarf to protect your neck. Oh, and a nice woody wouldn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> A scarf and a woody. Yep. I thought you were making a Toy Story reference, but that was not that early. Mm, no, this is 1987. Scarf. scarf Make and sure a you woody. wear a nice scarf to protect your neck. Uh -huh. Oh, and a nice woody wouldn't hurt. I, I, I. You can keep <laughs> saying these clues, Chad. <laughs> and protect I, I don't... your neck. Yeah. What if I read it like this? So maybe something Man, horror? Make sure you wear a nice scarf to protect your neck. Oh, and the nice okay. Woody wouldn't hurt. Man. Okay, so the Count from Sesame Street had a video game come out. <laughs> gotcha. You're very close. You're very close. Something Dracula. I'm just, uh, mm. Castlevania, maybe? Yes, Castlevania. Okay. Comes out on NES. The scarf so that they can't bite your neck and turn you into a vampire. Yeah, I get it now that you yeah. said it. When you first said it, I was like, scarf and a woody. What are uh, we talking about? A woody about? Is, is, I've decided, is the British steak. slang for a steak. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've decided that's British slang. You've decided that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, moving on to May 3rd. Super Two quick. Yes. Can you believe there's a character in Arthur named Muffy? We're talking about like <laughs> we're talking about slang in Britain and stuff. I think naming a character is Muffy mom, is also Is her mom Merkin? I I don't remember what her mom's name is. I think it's Mayor Muffy by the end of the, the, end of the Oh series. my god. I love it. I don't remember. I love yeah. it. Anyways. All right. May 3rd, 2002. Mhm. You can finally bring this console to your French friends. And we put a handle on it to make it easier to do so. French? What did the French have to do with it? I'm assuming it's the GameCube released in France or Europe, maybe? That is exactly right. GameCube is released in Europe on May 3rd, 2002. Okay. Your French friends. <laughs> oh, we, oui, oui, we have the GameCube, huh? Yes. <laughs> All right. Also, on May 3rd, 2002, the same day, mm -hmm. these bad guys can go through walls and doors but not vacuum cleaner bags. Luigi's Mansion, baby. That is correct. Luigi's Mansion released in Europe alongside the launch of the GameCube. Two more. May 4th, 2004. Hmm. One of the most critically acclaimed game series of all time just walked bow-legged through the saloon door and no one gave a shit about this debut. Is it so? Who? No, when be 2004. So this would be Red Dead Revolver. Yes, Red Dead Revolver on Xbox yes. and PS2. Because I remember the day Red Dead Redemption came out because I was working at a video game store at the time. But 2004, I was not working at a video game store. So I was like, it has to be the first one that, yeah, I think it's Capcom and no one fucking cares. Yep, no one gave a shit. I looked up Metacritic too. It was like low 70s. Yeah. All right, last one May 5th, 1992. Mm hmm. There's never been such depth to Nazis before now. Depth to Nazis. So, I like how you did that. Depth, three-dimensional, Wolfenstein 3D. Hey, yep, Wolfenstein 3D is released. Paving the way Look for first-person shooters for the rest of time. I was perfect, and we made jokes about Mupp Muppets and Arthur. That's what a true. great show. That's true, and some Muff Girl. Her name's Muffy. <laughs> I'm going to look up. I don't know if I can Google Muffy into Google, <laughs> but we'll see what happens. Muffy from Arthur. Muffy Cabot. Who is that? Anyways. Oh, it's not with an IE. Her name is Muffy Crosswire. Ooh. Um, and yeah, she becomes the mayor at the end of the thing. She's the rich girl. It's like, my daddy. I think her dad's like a used car salesman. Sounds like a way to get rich. Oh, wow. She has a fandom page. <laughs> <laughs> Muffy with a Y? Oh, uh, no. Yeah, Muffy with a Y. Yep, Muffy yep. Crosswire. Oh, I remember this bitch. Oh, when she gets older, she gets a bow in her hair and wavy. Wavy hair. Yeah, the, the series finale shows Muffy running for mayor of Elwood City. While it's unknown if she'll become president, it's clear that she has strong political future ahead of her. Because there is another episode where I think she dreams that she's president of the United States. So Muffy, powerful figure. In Arthurtown. Also, the name of a vagina in slang. <laughs> yes, it is. Speaking of vaginas, that's it for our show, and that is it for Game on Game Show. Uh, we have homework for you, as always. Your homework involves BARF, Backlog Accomplishment with Respawn and Friends. Uh, it is a monthly game series that we do where we play something from our backlogs that we have not played, or it's been a very long time, or we think everyone should play. Um, this month being april so last month we played batman the enemy within again we're doing our episode about that this week so keep an eye out for that and then for the month of may we put up four games all able to be played on mobile and you all voted a tie straight down the middle between two games mm -hmm. gris g-r-i-s gris and that dragon cancer were the two contenders Adam, you are going to be our official tiebreaker. What game are we playing for the month of May? So what I did, I w went to howlongtobeat.com, mm -hmm. the website where you go to see how long it takes to beat video games. I looked up both these video games. I looked up both their Metacritics. Uh, Gree is the longer game. That Dragon Cancer is a shorter game. But I don't want to play a game about a child getting cancer. No, thank you. <laughs> so we're going to be playing Gree next month for barf all right what is what is the gree time to beat 
Uh, three and a half hours. Oh shit! Yeah, nice. For main story, main story and extras four hours. How long is that platinum though? That's the big question. Completionist is six and a half. Oh, hours. Oh, shut up! No, I'm playing this on my iPad. I'm playing this on my iPad. I'm playing this on my yeah, iPad. exactly. Okay, mobile. Forget it has a platinum. All right, so that's a bar for May. Again, if you would like to play along with us, you can because I'm not your mom and I can't tell you what to do. So play along with us, and then if you do or you have thoughts on Gree, then let us know over on twitter.com slash responding fire um if you want to be on the show and talk about it awesome let us know send us an email responding fire gmail.com and if you want to vote on future games go to patreon.com slash respawn aim fire become a patron and have a jolly old time all right adam that's it that brings us to the end of our podcast thank you everyone for listening if you're listening right now thank you if you're Tell watching your right now arthur character if you're watching <laughs> right now put your favorite arthur character in the comments below right now do it and then after you do that create six more accounts and subscribe to us on youtube mm -hmm. all right everyone one. until next week here's our usual sign off and i said hey what a wonderful time of day where we can learn to laugh and play and get along with each other hey what a wonderful <laughs> kind of day <laughs>